What is up, everybody? This is Sports on the Brain, and I am your humble host, Mondo, and I am super excited because it's NFL Draft Weekend, and this is your NFL Draft Day 2 bonus episode. For those who love your sports wired differently, here it is. Strap in, and let's get it on. So round one of the NFL draft is in the books, and we talked yesterday about the quarterbacks. I mean, that's what it's all about. It's quarterbacks. We uh, The obvious happened that number one, Trevor Lawrence going there, Zach Wilson going to the, uh, the Jets. A little bit of a surprise with Trey Lance, maybe not so much, but Trey Lance going to the 49ers where a lot of people thought Mac Jones, Mac Jones might wind up. And that's kind of what I want to touch on real quick is quarterbacks were picked at the top of the draft one two and three but the interesting thing was two the other two quarterbacks that were in that top five well they dropped and they dropped out of the top 10 now generally you're thinking well mac jones was maybe going to go three justin fields was uh definitely going to be like in the maybe the top five or six maybe he was going to be in the top three but they both fall out of the the top 10 and in fact Mac Jones falls all the way to 15 while Justin Fields falls to 11, you know, and the Chicago Bears traded with the Giants to move up to take him. Interesting getting into the brains of these quarterbacks is when you drop in the draft, you're generally probably not a happy camper. You know, that's money you're losing. Every slot you drop in the draft is money. And I'm sure. You know what? I can't say that I'm sure, but you know, Justin Fields was expecting to be a, a top ten pick, if not a top five pick, and falling to eleven and going to Chicago is probably a bit of a disappointment. You know, especially in his pocketbook, maybe ego. And then you have Mac Jones, who was picked by many to go number three to San Francisco, which would have been a sweet situation, and he drops all the way down to fifteen to the New England Patriots. So what I think, just my opinion, is you have two quarterbacks dropping, losing money with each with each uh, selection, but the guy that dropped the farthest, I think might be the happiest of the two and probably just happy overall, whereas Justin Fields, who maybe was picked ahead of him, is not particularly happy. And I just want to touch on that really, really quickly because... We're going to talk about more of the draft tomorrow, and then I'll tie it with a nice little bow on a, on Sunday. But Justin Fields goes to the Chicago Bears, which arguably are a semi-dysfunctional franchise right now. Good defense. Uh, they just moved on from Tr uh, Mitchell Trubisky, and uh, you know their quarterback situ situation was definitely up in the air so they were looking quarterback so i think i mean they're really happy that they were able to get justin fields at 11 but you have a head coach who's on the hot seat a general manager who's on the hot seat so you're coming to a a volatile franchise and not necessarily a franchise where a year from now you might have another head coach and another gm and offensive coordinator and kind of going through this whole thing again you know Whereas Mac Jones falls to 15, goes to the Patriots, 
uh, a rock solid organization. Bill Belichick. I mean, we all know his record. I mean, Hall of Fame coach, first ballot, and he's coming to a situation where I don't think there's a team that was happier in the first round, probably honestly, than the New England Patriots to be able to get the guy which many thought was the perfect, perfect match and Bill Belichick's dream selection in the first round, for him to fall all the way to 15 without having to make a trade to acquire him, many think that he got his next Tom Brady. And I think that maybe he did too. I mean, let's just look at Mac Jones. I mean, he comes from Alabama, so he comes from the football, comes from a football factory, but he played under a very, very disciplined, demanding coach in Nick Saban. He's going to get the same thing there in New England. He goes from Alabama, which is as solid and steady as a college football program as you can get in the entire country and goes to the same equivalent in the National Football League. He's 6'3", he's 217, he's super smart, he makes all the throws, he's not particularly super athletic, I guess, compared to other quarterbacks in today's game, but athletic enough, and I think that this is Bill Belichick's opportunity to kind of get into Frankenstein's laboratory and recreate maybe another super quarterback. And, you know, you know, the Patriots are going to do everything they possibly can to win, to surround this kid with pieces to be successful. And, you know, to the dismay of my, my brother, who's a Jets fan, and, and I mean, I'm sure he's happy. They got Zach Wilson. But I think Mac Jones and New England is a marriage made in heaven. And I'm really, really excited to see what develops up there. And, and on the flip side, I wasn't particularly high on Justin Fields for a variety of reasons. Uh, nothing in particular, just, you know, one of those gut feelings that a lot of times you just kind of go with. I mean, come on, listen, let's face it. Trey Lance at number three, San Francisco's going with their gut. They think that he's going to be the real deal. So, and for Justin Fields to fall all the way down, bypassing the Broncos, who were probably looking for a quarterback, and took Pat Sertain the second, something's up. Maybe not. I mean, maybe Justin Fields is going to be another all-pro quarterback. But based upon the quarterbacks that I'm seeing here in the draft, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be – I think he's going to be an all-pro. Zach Wilson and Trey Lance, I mean, these are wild cards. They've got all the skill sets to, to do it. But let's see. Uh, it, it's going to be very, very interesting to see how they develop – but I'm going to be watching Mac Jones and Justin Fields um, as the years go by. Because I'm picking Mac Jones to have a really, really solid, maybe unspectacular, but a really solid career in New England. And this is probably exactly what Bill Belichick needs to keep on coaching for the next whoever knows how many years. I guess as long as he's got it, he feels good. I mean, he's he. I'm sure in his head, too, he just wants to add rings. And isn't that what it's all about? You know, it's, it, it is more than a game. But in this case, 
the rings are more than a game. It, it, you you are putting yourself into onto the pantheon of the greatest of the great. So just like Tom Brady is trying to do the same thing in Tampa Bay, Mac Jones is Bill Belichick's opportunity to maybe prove everybody that he can do it without the greatest quarterback of all time. And we'll see what happens with Justin Fields in Chicago. I, uh, I, 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 I don't know. And I think that, uh, um, I think that he's going to have the more difficult time of the five quarterbacks taken in this draft. But I just wanted to say that we got round two tonight. It's at seven o'clock. It's going to be probably happening as you're listening to this or you've listened to this and it already happened. We'll talk about it tomorrow, but that is my wired differently sports take on round one of the NFL draft last night. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. I hope you guys enjoyed this little bonus episode of the NFL draft weekend. I'll be back tomorrow on Saturday for a little day three. And I just remembered another awesome sports event going on. The first leg of the Triple Crown, the Kentucky Derby. So I'll probably talk about that on Sunday when I got some more NFL draft stuff. So thank you for being here. Enjoy the draft. I hope your team gets the players that you want. And I will talk to you tomorrow, guys. Have a good night.